Aren't you thankful that goodness and mercy is running after you this morning? I'm thankful it'll chase me down. Listen, it'll chase me down. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Goodness and mercy are chasing us down and running after us. Amen. I got some inside scoop today. I'm going to let you in on prophecy of who's going to win the Super Bowl. Yep, yep. I got a scoop on it. I give it to you in just a, in a few moments. But does anybody else think it's odd that the Super Bowl always has to come around Valentine's? Kind of make men have to balance. I'm just saying. Help me, guys. You know, I think Pastor John's got an anniversary today, right? Anniversary today. He got a he got a balance. An anniversary. Twenty years. Twenty how many years? Twenty-four years today. So he's got to balance the Super Bowl his excitement for it <laughs> in 24 years it would be advisable <laughs> DVR the Super Bowl if you have to right but anyway I just wanted to share in a few moments I'm going to share with you my prediction on who's going to win who's going to win the, the Super Bowl but before all that I just meant as I was saying I'm excited just to be here today is that okay I'm excited for free worship Listen, I'm excited to worship with my church family today. I'm excited for the praise team. What an amazing job. I'm telling you, these guys, they, they work hard, man. They work hard. They don't just, don't just happen. I'm not saying it's anointed, but, but they work hard at this, and I appreciate it so much. I'm excited to see each one of you. I'm excited at the Super Bowl Sunday. Not going to lie, I know some of you thinking, I'll get off the Super Bowl and just preach. Now I'm excited. I don't even like either team playing, and I'm just excited because I like to watch the Dorito commercials. And Really, right? I mean, really, I don't care who really wins today. I'm a, I know who I'm going to pull for because I know who's going to win. Got the inside scoop on, on that. But I'm just excited. Take a few moments to look at somebody and tell them you're excited today. Come on, find three people and just tell them I'm just excited today. It's just an exciting day. Hey, find somebody and tell them if you can get excited about the Super Bowl, let's get excited about being in the house of God today. Come on, let's just get excited and, and just share some excitement for being in God's presence and being amongst God's people and worshiping the Lord together today. I just pray you are excited. You may be seated all over the house today. Thank you, praise team, so much. I'm going to preach a a rerun message. I've been doing that uh, for the last few weeks, and, and I'm going to continue. And every time I've messed with this jar, I've messed up, so I'm really scared to even get near it. I mean, there's stuff all in my office, and you'll see in a few moments what I'm, what I'm talking about. But I'm just excited. Listen, I'm, I'm, I've retitled a message today that I want to rerun. And here's the title that I've given my message. Don't let up. Listen, don't let up. And can I tell you who's going to win the Super Bowl today? The team that don't. The team that will not let up, the team that will not quit, that's going to be the team. Watch it. Watch what I'm telling you. You'll see one team get tired, and you'll get, we'll see one team get weary, but you'll see one team that just throws it into another gear, and they just won't give up. And I'm telling you, that is the team that's going to win. And you want me to tell you how you win in life? You don't give up. Listen, life may get hard. Listen to me this morning. Life may get tough, but don't you give up. Listen, I don't know who I need to talk to this morning. Listen, your money may get tight, but don't you let up. Your marriage may get contentious. Come on, but don't you let up. Listen, your relationship may get tense. Come on, but don't you let up. Your job may be taxing and your health may be taking a toll, but don't you dare, don't you dare give up. Listen, the Bible says that the grass may wither and the flower may fade, but the word of the Lord will not let up. But it will not fade and it will not go away. It will last and it will stay forever. So my question to you, I'm excited. Is that all right? 
Listen, but here's the big question that I have for us today. Why do we, and I'm, not, I'm including myself in this. Listen, I tell you all the time, I preach these words to me way before they ever, before they ever get to you. And sometimes I don't want to preach them to you because they stepped on me so bad that I don't want no more of it. But I'm just saying, I go ahead, I go ahead and I preach them to you. But, but listen, why do we give things so much priority that doesn't matter? Listen, why in the world, when the Bible tells us that the grass may wither, the flower may fade, but the word of the Lord will not let up, that it will stand forever. Why in the world do we give priority to the things that are going to fade? Listen, why in the world do we give priority to the very things that are going to wither and the very things that are going to rust? Now, it's amazing I'm even going to say this. Day. I just did my aunt's funeral not too long ago, just a few weeks ago. It's so good to see her son with us today, and I don't want to embarrass him, but so good to see you with us. Already in my notes that I was going to share this today. Can I tell you, we buried her a few weeks ago, and guess what? Everything she had on this side of eternity stayed. Listen, not, matter of fact, the clothes that she was wearing are still here. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm t- you can't take anything with you, so why in the world do we give priority? Why do we give priority to the very things that's going to rust and the very things that are going to fade and, and the very things that are going to wither and the things that are going to go away? So I want to look at this day. Look at me at Matthew chapter number 6. Turn there with me this morning. Matthew chapter number 6, verse number 16. Listen, don't hoard treasures down here. There you go. We can just stop right there, right? <laughs> Ah, don't hoard treasures down here where it gets eaten by moth and corroded by rust or worse, stolen by burglars. Don't you just hate a thief? Yeah, that's not strong, but I do. I'm just saying. Stockpile treasures in heaven where it is safe from moth and rust and burglars. It's obvious, isn't it? The place where your treasure is is the place where you most want to be and will end up. Being. I love the message Bible. Watch this in Matthew 6 and 33, probably one of my favorite verses in the entire world, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added. Somebody just say added. <laughs> Listen, all these other things shall be added unto you. Can I let you know that our life is not an accident? Listen, God gives us an absolute free will in our life and the results of the life that we are living right now is based on the decisions and the choices that we make. In life, I'm telling you, you are living the life that you chose to live. Well, no, Pastor, I didn't choose this. Yes, you did. Listen, because I'm telling you, every choice we shared it in the back room day, every choice that we make leads us to a path. Listen, every choice, every time we have a decision that we're going to make, listen, it comes with consequences. It comes with experiences, and it comes. With, so every where you are at right now in life is based upon the choices that you have made. And so I want to look at this word today. We were given 20 words in Matthew 6 and verse number 33. 20 words in this scripture that I believe can change our life. I'm telling you, this has been a life-changing verse for me. I'm telling you, this one, these 20 words, I want you to just see them today in Matthew chapter number 6 and verse number 33 because I believe they're so powerful that they can change your life. Listen, they can change your business. Listen, they can change your family. They can change your relationships all based on this verse. It's just a few words. It's just 20 words. But guess what? We can bring it all the way down to one word if you want to. Priority. Listen, priority. Yeah, we can take all 20 of those words. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto you. 20 words all the way down to one. Priority. You want two words? Seek God. Listen, you want three words? Why this? Put God first. Put God first. First, my mom said it when we got married. Any advice you want to give your children and here at their wedding, you know what she said? Put God first. That's the word she said. You put God first and everything else will fall in place. Listen, there is power in priorities. You better hear this today. Listen, I'm telling you, I've been teaching this to my kids for for 21 years for Madison, 18 years for Landon, that there there is power in priorities because our priorities will form the life that we're going to live and make the decisions that we're going to make and then have us live in the life that we're living right now all based on the decisions that we made based on the priorities that we set 
in our life. And so I got you to get this because, see, success is not measured in what you have. Listen, success is not measured in how big your bank account is. It is measured in the choices. Watch this. It's measured in the choices that we make. And so we've got to be sure that we look at priority in our life. And so priority is actually this. Listen, priority is how you use your time. Listen, there's two things you can do with time. You can, watch this, there's two things you can do with time. You can either invest it or you can waste it. Yeah, 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 there's, there, there's time. You say, well, Pastor, just, there's just not enough time in the day. If I just had more time, well, guess what? That's not going to happen. You might can add minutes to your phone, but you cannot add minutes to your life. I'm just saying, you, you can't do it. God's already given all of us the exact same minutes in life. I've got the same minutes that you've got. You don't have any more than I have, and I don't have any more than you have. So we've got to make every single minute count. We've got we to make sure that every minute of every day that we spend actually counts. Since I just, when I think about this, and I think about this verse where God is trying to encourage us, and Matthew is writing this verse, and he's, he's listening to Jesus, and Jesus said, listen, here's the priority that you need. You've got to seek first the kingdom of God. And so I just wonder, why do so many people, why do we spend so much time on trivial on trivial things. Why do we give so much importance to the trivial things, to the, to the minor things in life that do not matter, that do not, at the end of our life and at the end of eternity, they have no eternal value? Why, why do we give so much priority? Y'all know we do. Listen, well, you know we do. When God said in the very beginning, watch this, God says, I have no interest in being second. Listen, he said that. He told Moses that. as the first commandment that he gave Moses in Exodus chapter 20 and verse number 3. No other gods, watch this, comma, only me. That's what he said. I love it. Read the message Bible. It's really plain. No other gods, only me. That's in verse number three. You go down to verse number four. He says, because I'm a jealous God. <laughs> Listen, God's, I'm jealous. I get jealous, and there's not going to be anybody before me. But here's the thing about God. God is not going to force you. Listen, God is not going to force himself on you. God is not going to make us make him first. Do you hear me today? He gives us that free will. And we're not free will Baptists. He gives us a free will to choose whether or not we want to place him. We, we give him a place in our life. Listen, whether you know it or not, I started to bring a little squeaky board out here. Listen, whether you have actually written out the places in life, you give God some place in your life. Listen, somewhere, some way, God has taken place in your life. And he tells us in this, he says, I require to be first. No other gods. I think I just preached on that just the other week. No other gods before me. Watch Matthew 6, because what I'm going to kind of do, I'm going to exegete, if you would, this scripture today. He says, seek first. Listen, it just seems like in this life we're living in. I'm telling you, more right now than ever, it just seems like we're seeking everything else. Listen, I'm telling you, it's kind of burning in my spirit today. It just, it just seems like that, that we're so concerned and so worried about everything else when God says, you've got to make me first. Listen, you have got to make me priority in life. So let me ask you today, what are your priorities? I want you to just marinate on that for a few moments. I want you to think about that. Uh, they told me this morning, said, you ain't used the word marinate in a long time. I just want you to marinate on that just for a few moments. What are your priorities in, in life? Listen, Mark chapter number 8 and verse number 36 says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world, but yet he loses his own soul? Listen, stuff does not make a man. Come on, listen, God makes the man or one man. Listen to me today. Listen, stuff, I'm telling you, young people, old people alike, we need to understand this. Stuff does not make you. And God wants to be first. Watch this. God wants to be first. He does not want what's left. Listen, God wants to be very first in, in your life. So I want to exegete, if you would, kind of break down this scripture and look at Matthew chapter number 6 and verse number 33. So we begin with seek. Seek first. Seek first the kingdom 
of God. So if you are seeking a kingdom, it tells me you've got to be seeking a king. Now watch this. Seek first the, the kingdom of God. And so if you're going to seek the kingdom, you've got to be on the search for a king. And can I just go and tell you, he is the king of all kings. He is the Lord of, of all lords. Seek first the, the kingdom of God. And so what you're really doing when you're seeking him is you're saying, God, I want to be more like you. God, I'm seeking your kingdom. God, I, I'm concerned and I'm after and I want to do whatever your kingdom is. Whatever it is you want in my life, I want it done because I'm seeking the kingdom. I submit my ways. I submit everything that I am. I submit it to you because I am seeking the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom of God. Listen, God is challenging us there. Jesus speaking, he's challenging us to go after the king. Listen, to go after his his kingdom. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I'm seeking the king. Nothing held over. Listen, nothing held back seeking after the king. But seek first the kingdom of God. Watch this. And his righteousness. Look at that word righteousness. Righteousness is what you get the moment you ask Christ to come into your life. Now listen, I want you to think about this just for a few moments because Isaiah tells us that as good as we can try, watch what Isaiah says, but all this and we, all these things are an unclean thing and all of our righteousness, in other words, the best that we can do, listen, the best that we can dress it up, the best that we can make it, he said, is as filthy rags. But there's some good news here because the day we accept Christ into our life, we are clothed with his righteousness. Listen, Isaiah said it like this. Isaiah said his righteousness cloaked on me and covers me like a robe. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I started to get a bathrobe and bring it today, but I want one with a hoodie because when I put it on, I want to cover myself all the way up. I want his righteousness just wrapped all the way around me. I don't know what kind of robes they wore back then, but I know what Isaiah said. Isaiah said his righteousness is clothed on us like a robe. Y'all find me when I put on a big old hoodie and just say, God, I want you to clothe me in your righteousness because when you see me, I want you to see Christ. Listen, and that's the good news. When we ask him into our life, guess what? He no longer sees you. I'm telling you, we mess this up and we don't understand it. He no longer sees me. He sees the righteousness of Christ that has been wrapped around me. Now, marinate on that just a few moments. Listen, just let the righteousness of Christ be wrapped around us. Ah, today, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these other things, I like to just stop right here, shall be added. Ah, I don't know about you, but God says, listen, if you will seek me and my righteousness, in other words, a right living, a right way of going, and understanding that we're clothed in his righteousness, God says, I'll add some stuff. Listen, God says it's not stuff that you got to earn. It's not stuff that you got to work for. Because, see, there is a difference in things being added and things being earned. Listen, when you go to work next week and you put in hours for your boss, you have earned your wages for the week. That's not what we're talking about because it's not anything that can be earned. It's stuff that is added. When you add stuff, it's a bonus. Listen, when you add stuff, it's extra. Listen, it's on top of what you're already earning on your own. When you add stuff, it means it just showed up. Listen, when you add stuff, it means you didn't expect to see it coming, but God just added it to me. Listen, I'm talking about added is whenever God gives favor that you're not worthy of and favor that is not fair and favor that you did not deserve. But God added it. Ah, anyway, somebody ought to thank the Lord in the house today. Thank you, God, that you add to me. Well, listen, it's only when you seek him. It's only when you seek him. Only when you seek him first. Now, listen, I don't have many of you when you shop online. I just want to tell you, I want to get this added. I got to get you to understand. Listen, ladies, listen real quick. Do not shop without looking for a promo code, right? I mean, you're back in the day, we had to clip them. 
I, I, you had to clip the coupons. Now nah, you don't do that now. I, I went to look at something the other day. I was going to buy like some concert uh, type tickets, and all of a sudden it said I saw a promo code. Now if I ever see a box that says you can put a promo code in there, that means you got to get out and find it. There's something you can put in that box that's going to reduce. You see what I'm saying? And so I looked, and guess what? I found a coupon that said if you buy one concert ticket, you get one. In other words, all I had to do was plug in a code, and they're going to add it to me. Listen, I'm telling you, I went in there, and I put in over 100 and something dollars, but when I dropped the code in there, it was only 50-something dollars. Guess what? They just added that. That was a bonus that was put in, and so that's why I want you to understand what it is when God says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things shall be added. When you become a child of the king and you start seeking his kingdom and seeking his righteousness, he will add things to you. Listen, when you put God first, listen, put God first so that he'll add things to your life. Now, I don't know about you, but I'd rather things be added than stuff being taken. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I don't know about you when you go online and you look at your bank account. I mean, nobody probably keeps a checkbook anymore, right? It's just on, they keep it for us. It's on Okay, maybe not one. <laughs> it's, it's online, and, and you go in there and look, and I don't know how your bank does it, but when things are added, it's in green. And when things are taken away, it's kind of in gray. And I don't know about you, but I love to see the green in there. I mean, I'm just telling you, I like to scroll and say, ooh, Tara got paid this week. Oh, my God, what we do? I don't remember somebody. I love to see the green because that's stuff that is being added. And I'm telling you today, listen, I know everybody here likes stuff added. Well, guess what? I'm going to teach you to seek the kingdom so that God can add to you. Listen, so that God, I'm going to teach you how to seek his righteousness today so that God can add to your Life, I'm telling you, I don't think we get an understanding of what all God wants to do. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. All these things shall be added unto you. I don't know. I can't remember where I had this. I'll get to it later, I guess, because I don't remember where in the world I had that. Maybe it'll come up later. That's something. <laughs> Listen, God says all these things. Pastor Kip, you come help me. All these things will be added to you. So I just want to show you a little example. And some of you may remember this rerun of this message from me doing it sometime back. But I'm telling you, I believe it's going to be a good reminder for all of us. I believe it's going to, I believe it's going to re-establish uh, some things in our life that maybe when I preached this message seven years ago, maybe, just maybe, God spoke to your heart. But listen, I'm believing that he's going to do it today, even in a more powerful way than he did in 20. 16. But this rice that we're going to pour into this jar represents our life. Listen, it represents, this. matter of fact, this jar represents your world, okay? This is your world. Come on, look at them and say, this is my world. Come on, look at them and say, you in my space because this is my world. <laughs> Listen, this is, your, this is your world, and this right here is the things that you got to do in life. This is, this is stuff like, you know, got a job, right? We got to work. Everybody's got to work. This stuff right here, this represents uh, running to ball games and uh, watching the Super Bowl and, and, and just everything that we got to do taking the wife out and, and doing, every time I touch this rice, I make a mess. Listen, it just means doing all the things that there is in life. Everybody here has stuff that you have to do. Your life is full. Listen, I'm telling you, most people would actually just tell you, this, you know what, life is so full. Anybody got a full life? Anybody ever felt like your plate is always full? Well, that rice represents everything. I mean, it represents the bills that you got to pay. It represents your cars. It represents your houses. It represents everything that you have in life. Your cell phone, your Facebook. Well, better add, oh, can we get another half a dozen of rice? I'm just half dozen. Can we get another bucket, excuse me, of rice and pour that? All these things that are important. And let's just don't lie about it. It's important to all of us. Listen, this is important. This is important stuff. It means a lot to us, and it's part of, it's part of our world. And our family's in there. I mean, listen, everything. Let me see if I let everything. Our friends are, are in there. Our businesses are, are in there. Everything about our life is right there in that world of yours. 
And so today we got some footballs, because it's Super Bowl Sunday, right? And so these footballs are going to represent the things that I believe if you're truly seeking the kingdom of God, these are the things that you'll put first in your life. These are the things that I believe God gives priority in our lives. I'm going to let Pastor Kip put them in as I go through them today, and I'll go pretty quickly. Watch this. Ball number one, I know Nancy Reagan came out with just say no. I want to come out with just say hi. I know that's kind of weird, right? So what? Listen, I believe God puts priority on us just saying hi. What do, you, what do you mean? Listen, I believe God puts priority on us speaking to him on a daily basis. Listen, I, I believe there's priority that God gives us that he says, listen, I'd like to hear from you, you know, sometimes. Listen, I, and I want to say just say hi because do you ever just say hi just to say hi? Listen, are, are there times in your life that maybe when you wake up in the morning you say, God, I don't have anything to ask of you today. I just want to say Hi. Listen, do you, do you ever just wake up in the morning? Listen, we'll just talk about this. Do you ever just wake up in the morning and say, God, I love you. God, I'm in awe of you today. God, I'm so thankful for you. I thank you today for giving me yet another day. Just say hi. Listen, just speak and say hi. Listen, he said in Jeremiah 33 and 6, call unto me. And oh, that's one of my verses. I love it. Call unto me and I will answer thee. Watch this. And I'll add something to it. I'll show you great and mighty things. He said, not only will I answer you. Listen, not only when you call will you not get a busy signal. Not only when you call will I be ghosting you. Not only when you call will I slide over on you. But no, when you call, I'm going to answer. Listen, I don't know about you, but that's an amazing promise that God gives us. That if we'll just call, if we'll just say hi, if we'll just check in with God, guess what? He says, I'll answer you. He said, not only will I answer you, but I'll add to it. I'll show you some things that you don't even have knowledge of. God says, if you'll just say hi, slap your neighbor and say hi this morning. I swear, slap somebody. It's a good opportunity. Hi, just tell them hi. Listen, just tell God hi. Just say, God, I just checked in. Wanted to check in with you today to see if there's anything that you need me to do today. God, I just wanted to check in. Maybe you want to check in with him and say, God, here's what I need from you. God says, just say, just say hi. Just say hi. I have no clue where I'm at my notes, but listen, God says, just say, just say hi. No strings attached. I just want to say hi. Calling to me. I'll answer you. That's a promise that I give you, and I'll add to you things that you ain't even thought of. Ooh, I don't know about you, but we better get to talking to him. He says, I got stuff. You know, he says in, he says in the Bible, he's got secret things. Look, it's in Jeremiah. He's got secret things. Uh, he's got secret things. Maybe we need to just say hi so we can get some of the secret things. He says, I got some stuff. I'll answer you, and I'll add to it. I'll show you things that you do not know. Let's go to ball number two. Watch this. Ball number two, I believe he wants us to trust him. Now, I want you to just think about this. Just a few moments because you think you know what I'm talking about, but you don't. Because watch this. Tithing is trusting. Oh, let's get quiet. Shh. No, no. Tithing. Watch this. Tithing. I want you to see this. Tithing is trusting. Listen, I'm going to show it to you. I can show it to you in the Word of God. Tithing is trusting. Tithing. I'm going to say it again. Tithing is trusting. Now, listen. I thought about this because, listen, God says if you'll make it a priority in your life, Listen, God says, I have the windows of heaven that I will open up, and I will pour so many blessings. I'll pour so much on you that you cannot receive. I don't know about you, but I have learned in life, listen to me very closely, I have learned in life that God's tithing plan is better than any investment deal I've ever made in my entire life. I'm telling you, listen, better than any house I've ever bought. Listen, better than any sale I've ever made. I'm telling you, it's a bargain that you cannot. God says, I'm going to give you 100%, let you keep 90 of it, and all you got to do is give 10% back. Now, I want you to hear this. I would take 100 
100 million items that I could take and sell and make 90% on. Come on, I'll give you 10% for anything you got, and you guarantee me that I get to keep 90% of it. And that's what God does when he says that he tithes. Watch this, and tithing is trusting. You think, I don't understand how tithing is trusting. Watch what the Bible says in Proverbs 3. You love this verse. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understandings. In all your ways, watch this, submit to him. In all your ways, put him first, and he will make your path straight. Watch, do not be wise in your own eyes. In other words, don't you try and figure this money thing out yourself. God says, listen to the way I said to do it. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring help to your body and nourishment to your bones. Watch this. I told y'all, trusting is tithing. Honor the Lord with your wealth. Ah, y'all get real quiet on me because you didn't even know that. Oh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. That's my verse. Now watch this. Honor the Lord with your wealth. Watch this. With the first fruits of your crops. Come on, y'all. This is, this is not my word. This is, this is God's word with the first fruits of your crop. And guess what? That's not your time. That is your money. Come on. Listen, that is your resource. That is what's keeping you uh, paying your bills. That's what they traded with back then. And then your barns will be filled to overflow. You want your cup to overflow? Come on. God says, trust me with your tithe. Then your barns will be filled to overflow and your vats will brim over with new wine. Don't you love it? He always adds. God says, listen, if you'll Trust me with the tithe, I'm going to add. Here's what I'm going to add. I'm going to add overflow to your barns. I'm going to add the new wine's going to overflow in your life. And you may be saying, oh, Pastor, I tithe. Now, most people tip <laughs> and call it tithe. Let's just be <laughs> Most people tip and they like to call it a tithe. Oh, oh, here it is. But listen, God don't like leftovers. I knew, that, I knew I had this in here somewhere. Listen, God don't, like, God don't like leftovers. Let me ask you this. Would you ever invite people over and serve them your leftovers? Y'all listen, right after church, day, anybody wants to come by the house, um, we want to invite you over and we're going to have a party and, and um, we have some, we'll have some, we're going to pass this out. This is what we're going to have. Hold that up for me. Don't let it slide out because Tara get mad. She wants to eat it. Watch this. How many of you are going to have guests over today for the Super Bowl and you're going to reach in your refrigerator and you're going to pull out something you had left over? Listen, you're going to pull it out and say, you know what, I got, I got some uh, leftover, I got some chicken. Now, I didn't eat too much on that. I just, I eat on that side. So y'all can eat. No, no, no. You say, Pastor, I would never in my life serve leftovers to my guests coming over. Well, guess what? God said, I don't want your leftovers. Listen, God said, I don't want if you got enough money at the end of the month. No, I want your first fruits. Uh, listen, God says, I want your very best because that's when you truly trust me. You don't trust me with the leftover. You trust me with the first fruits. Listen, you trust me off the top. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to preach better than y'all enjoying this word today. You got to honor the Lord, the Bible says, with your wealth and with the first fruits. Fruits. Come on, I ought to have an altar call right here. You say, well, Pastor, my bills are expensive and my kids are so costly and my job don't pay that much. Guess what? God made it a flat tax. Listen, that's why God said 10% because, see, if you make $100, you pay 10 Well, guess what? If you make $1, all you got to do is give a dime. God made it so it could be equal. You better be glad God didn't say, hey, listen, everybody better tie $500. Because you think, wait a minute, I only make $500 a week. God knew that. God said, but if I put it in a percentage, everybody can do it. Come on, I know y'all don't like this kind of preaching. I'm just preaching it. Listen, I, I know it. Listen, and you got to give your first fruit. Tithing, look at your neighbor and tell them, tithing is trusting. Come on, nah, half, uh, don't do that on me. Look at your neighbor and tell them, tithing is trusting. Tithing is, is trusting. I knew y'all weren't going to like that. That's all right. Let me give you, let me give you a football number, number three. Watch this. His priorities, ready? Sunday is his day. 
Ooh, preach, Pastor. <laughs> Listen, you're here today. So you're like, yes, Lord, preach, Pastor. <laughs> Listen, Sunday, <laughs> Sunday is his day. Exodus 20 and 8 says, observe the Sabbath to keep it holy. Watch what God says. Work six days to do everything that you need to do. Pastor, there's just not enough days uh, in the week. Guess what? God knew you was going to say that. Listen, God knew you was going to say that, so let me read it again. Work six days. This is the Message Bible. Do everything that you need to do. I believe God said, I don't want to hear your excuses. Listen, I do not want to hear your excuses. Listen, here, here is his commandment. You've got to do what you need to do in six days. He said, because on the seventh day, it's mine. He said, the seventh day is mine. Y'all, this ain't my word. This is in the book. But the seventh day, I'm going to read it to you. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to your God. For in six days, God made the heaven, the earth, the seas, everything in them. He rested on the seventh day. Therefore, God blessed the Sabbath day. He set it apart as a holy day. You know what I believe God said? God said, if I can get done all that I need to get done in six days, you can too. Come on, I need to help somebody. God says, if I can make the sun and the moon and the earth and the flowers and the bees and name them and get it all done, and I do it in six days, you know what? God's showing you what priority looks like. Listen, God is showing us exactly what priority looks like. Now, this is the interesting part in the message, because I'm going to be honest with you. I went back and watched this message in 2016. I, I did. I mean, I was like, I told you I buy my own DVD sometimes. <laughs> I went back and I watched, this, <laughs> I watched this message. And watch this. At, 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 in 2016, when I preached this message, in 2016, when I preached this message, I shared, that, I shared that Landon had a question for me. On Saturday before I preached this message in 2016, Landon would have been 11 years old uh, on, on that Saturday that he looked at me, and he said this to me. Listen, he said, Dad, will I ever get to play travel ball? I told this the Sunday of 2016 that I shared. Dad, will I ever get to play travel ball? And I looked at him and said, son, probably not. He said, why, because of the Sunday stuff? I said, yep, because of the Sunday stuff. Well, Dad, I don't understand. Listen, I, it, I took it right off my video. He said, Dad, I don't understand because I, that's how the people make it big. Listen, that's how they get picked. They, they play travel ball in the garden. I said, well, son, guess what? You ain't playing on Sunday. Listen, that's just the way. That's God's day. That is a holy day. It's not a holiday. It's a holy day, and we're going to keep it holy. Now, I want to show you something. I told him on that day, and I said this. I said, look, if you'll just put God first. I said it in the video. If you'll just put God first, guess what? He'll add baseball. If baseball is meant to be for you, then he will add it to you in your life. Well, guess what? Friday, his team stood around, and they watched him sign ball as he's going to play for Lander University next year because God added it to his life. It was nothing that he earned. God just added it. Listen, we had to do it God's way. Don't tell me you got to do it your way. Listen, don't tell me you got to figure out how everybody else is doing it and then fit in and do it their way because that's the way the big people make it. Nah, let me tell you, if God wants you to have it, he'll add it to you. You got to just trust him. Sunday is his day. Listen, Sunday's his day. We couldn't believe it. There's a tra he played travel ball. We had a team that said, look, he don't have to play on Sunday. We're like, what? Really? Yeah, they said, he don't have to play on Sunday. Just let him play on Saturday. That's, that's what we want. We want him to play. Listen, you got to trust God and trust that God will add it. You got to make it a priority. Come on, I need to speak to those that are watching by iCampus. Y'all come in close. They said they got new cameras today. Come in. Come in real close. I need to talk to you on iCampus. It's got to be a priority. Listen, you got to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything will be. Come on, help me, church. It will be added. Are y'all hearing me? Sunday is his Listen, Sunday is his day. Hebrews 10 and 23 says, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. In other words, no, you cannot play on Sunday. I'm not changing. I'm not changing what I believe without wavering. For he is faithful, that promise. Watch this. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to do good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another so much the more as you see the day approaching. Now, I don't know why in the world church is harder to attend 
Didn't anything else. Well, Pastor, it was raining. Yeah, but you stood in that rain at that concert. I'm just, I saw you Saturday night, and you was in that pouring rain. You soaking wet. Yeah, you was in that. You... Well, Pastor, it was raining. Listen, let's just be honest today. It's easy to call in a sick day on Sunday than it is Monday. <laughs> Y'all know I said all the time it's Miracle Monday. <laughs> Everybody's sick on Sunday, but boy, they at work on Monday. I call it Miracle Monday. I do. I, I text some people when they miss on Sunday, and I say, you at work today? Yeah, Miracle Monday. I'm just saying, <laughs> just, it's just Miracle. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. It's, listen, we got to put God first. Listen, if you woke up this morning and the family questioned whether we were going to church today, there's something wrong with your priorities. Oh, I need mad. Y'all didn't hear that? I need to say it louder. Listen, if the family this morning said, hey, are we going to church? There's something wrong with, with your, there's something wrong with your priorities. Listen, have you ever thought about this? Let me, let me just put it like this. Watch this. We expect God to be so faithful to us. Listen, great is our faithfulness. Come on, we expect God to be so faithful to us, yet we fail at being faithful to him. Listen, what if God's faithfulness was equaled out to ours. Ooh, listen, what, 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 uh, marinate on that. Listen, what, what if God's faithfulness was in, in equalness to, to our faithfulness? Listen, what if, ooh, watch this. What if God took his hand off of our children based on our faithfulness to him? Listen, what if God took his hands off of providing for our business based on the rate of our faithfulness? Listen, what if God poured out on us at the same level that we pour out, I'm preaching now, that we pour out on him. Somebody ought to just thank him for his faithfulness. Listen, I am thankful today that his faithfulness is not predicated on my faithfulness to him. I'm thankful that he's been faithful even when I have not. Sunday is his day. Look at have Sunday is his day. Sunday, somebody, somebody text that out real quick. Sunday, put that on Facebook. Sunday is his day. Let me give you number four. Let's go number four. I'll, I'll be a little quicker. Watch this. Number four. Ball number four. His word. His word. His word. His word. Listen, his word has to have priority in our life. Listen, the Bible says his word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now, I don't know about you, but it has gotten really dark in, the, in America. I'm but I'm thankful that his word is my light. Listen, I'm thankful that it is a light. It is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Listen, you've got to get this because his word is where we get strength. Listen, I'm telling you, you got to stay in his word because his word, the Bible says he sent his word and his word, what? It healed them. His word comes with healing. His word comes with strength. Listen, his word is referred to as bread. Listen, because it is food for nourishment to our body. It, it's a light for our path, so it is our compass. Y'all better hear me today. It's got to be a priority in his word. That's why I told Timothy in 1 Timothy 2 and 15, study to show yourself approved. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. He said, listen, Timmy, don't you get out there and not know the word. <laughs> listen, I want you to study. Not, not to be approved unto God. It doesn't, I mean, to be approved unto me, but to be approved unto God. Paul said, don't worry about me, Timothy. I want you to be approved unto God, and I want you to study that word. I want you to know that word. Listen, what God said when he told, when Paul told Timmy that, he really saying, listen, don't get in front of a bunch of people and got to call your pastor to figure out what's the right thing to say. I mean, y'all can do it if you need to, but I'm just saying, really, study for yourself. Listen, study to show yourself. Watch this. Approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Listen, you got to spend time in his word. Let me give you ball number five. Watch this. Put in the, the fifth ball. Y'all going to like this one. Watch this. Listen, ball number five is... Don't break that. You mess up my whole illustration. Listen, ball number five. Ball number five. We can put them away if you need to. Listen, ball number five is, watch the ball number five is, is worship. 
I'm not talking about corporate worship because that, that was picked up on ball number three. <laughs> Your Sunday is, is his day. That's, that's all in that. But listen, I'm talking about worship. Listen, I heard just this week, T.D. Jakes, I don't know, I was scrolling through and I saw a little excerpt on T.D. Jakes and all of a sudden I clicked on it. Listen, he says, Psalms 150 says, everything, let everything that hath breath praise. Listen, there's a difference in praise and, and worship. He shared this. He said, there's a, there's a big difference in praise and, and worship. Anything that breathes can praise. Let I me mean, just think about it. Anything that is breathing, that's why the Bible says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. The birds up in the air, listen, they are praising with their, with their chirp. They're praising the Lord. There's a big difference in praising and, and worship because let everything that has breath praise. So if you breathe, then you can praise. But I want you to see this. Jesus said they that worship must worship in spirit and in truth. In other words, there's a difference in praise. I'm not saying either is right and either is wrong, but there's a difference. Listen, when you worship, it's you worshiping in spirit. Listen, you are worshiping in, in truth. And so there's a difference, if you will, in praise. And that's why we call it praise and worship. That way everybody can do it. So if you just show up and you're just breathing, you can praise. But listen, those that are seeking, come on somebody, listen, those that are seeking his kingdom and those that are seeking righteousness, listen, then they too, they worship. They worship. They worship. That's why Jesus said you must worship in spirit and in truth. Let me tell you, it's so important. Worship is so important. Please hear me. Worship is so important. Listen, when you are feeling down, I promise you, just worship. Listen, if you're feeling depressed, I promise you, just take yourself into worship. If you're feeling a loss and you're feeling a loneliness, listen, take yourself into worship. It will change everything. Listen, tippers praise. Tithers worship. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Watch this. Tippers praise, tithers worth. Attenders praise. Watch this. But those that are committed, they worship. So look at this illustration. We'll take it back apart. Because we've got to redo this. Because see, they're not, they're not, one second, real quick. I got ahead of myself. They're not, they're just not fitting in. They're just they're hanging over in life. And and so listen, if we redo this and, and, and we go back and reverse this if we can, watch this. Take out all the things that we have to do in life. Take all that out, all the working and the money we got to make and the business deals, the beach trips, everything, and put in God's first. Put in God first. First things first. You can play that in the background. Look, put, put those things in first. Listen, his word, his worship. Put them all in there first. And then go back and ask. All the things work, that I felt in, the vanities, the whispered in my ear. What would I do if they all disappeared? Riches and fame and all that they could buy I've come to find they never satisfy What would I gain if my soul's a prize? If it's, if it's I don't want to love what the world loves. I don't want to chase what the world does. I only want you. When you put it first, and you know what, God, I'm going to put first. I'm going to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. First things first, I seek your will, not my own. Surrender all my wants to you. Keep the first thing first. Set my eyes, Lord, I'll fix my face on you. All my desires reverse to keep the first thing first. I give it all, my life and offering. My heart is yours, so 
Your kingdom's all I wanna see I don't wanna love what the world loves No, I don't wanna chase what the world does I only want you Another verse says, we can't allow ourselves to get tired of living the right way. Watch this. Certainly each of us will receive at the proper time if we don't let up. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Rerun that. I need to remind me and my family. Just how good. It's just how good God, God is. I'm not bragging on me and I'm not bragging on my family. I'm bragging on God. I'm bragging 100%. All glory and honor and praise to you. Don't let up. Keep the first things first. Y'all just play through that again. That's